Hey yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome to Liquid Arrow, where your host, D Brady, that's me, is giving millennials tips on all things lifestyle and entertainment. Okay. So I want to thank you guys again for tuning into the previous episodes of this season two of Liquid Era in the new year, right? Because this is the last episode of this year of 2020 because your girl is getting some things done. Okay. But um, in 2020, I will be adding new content and more so likely going to be on YouTube Okay, so I'm going to be doing some YouTube com- content, some visuals, and also I have a collaboration already on the table that I want to do. So yeah, you already know. But this episode right here, I'll be wrapping up a year of podcasting through 2020, and I will forever look back at this moment in amazement. I'm not sure if I'm going to add in a really vulnerable clip that I had recorded earlier on this year when I was going through it. If I find it, then I will add it in. But if I don't add it in, then that means it was not meant to be in this vi- in this uh video, <laughs> in this episode. So, you know, I went through a lot. I learned a lot. I lost a lot and gained a lot as well. I spoke about this a lot. (laughs) I feel like throughout my podcast of my previous job and some of my experiences that I can speak up a little bit more in depth at this point. So I'm going to run through the raw emotions that I was going through, um, the the transition of 2019 going into 2020 and um, at the top this year and so on, which I will involve what I lost. So, um, and then I will get into what I learned about myself, my parents, and what I gained and what I'm hoping for or looking forward to in 2021. Okay. So yeah, let's get into this episode. So in 2020, in 2019, mind you guys, I said I was going to transition into 2019 to 2020 because that's when the bullshit like really flamed. But um, in 2019, when I is when I experienced being cheated on for the first time. Um, he was a friend at first, and it is like, uh, when did we come? When did we come, become friends? We became friends in like 2015. I want to say 2015-2016 uh, we didn't get together until like 2017 and um, he was a friend at first and then we transitioned into a relationship so being betrayed by a lover and a friend all in one it hits different especially finding out a little bit after Valentine's Day I want to say like maybe a week or two after Valentine's Day and after meeting his entire family the way that I did via Snapchat of all fucking things I was just all over the place and I was at work. You know, ain't nothing worse than finding out your significant other has done you dirty than at work. (laughs) Like you can't get anything done. Like I was blowing up his phone. Like what the fuck? Like, yeah, it was, I was very, I was very much so heartbroken and I never want to feel that way ever again. I wouldn't even want to wish that on my worst enemy if if I even had one. Um so yeah, it was just horrible, but um as time went on, I felt so much better. I realized what I wanted and didn't want from my experience within that relationship. As you guys know, in that 
second to last episode, I want to say, that I recorded. I told you guys about my crazy dating experience. I learned a few things that triggered me that I do not want to experience, that I experienced from that relationship, okay? Like, your girl do not want to be outside of Chili's crying in her car again, like, period. I do not want to be in Chili's crying again by myself and people looking at me like I'm fucking crazy, (laughs) okay? I do not want to be working and I find out some shit and it stops my whole bag. It stops my whole momentum. Like, I'll never want to experience that again. I don't want anybody that I've ever had any bad vibes or energy with to ever experience that themselves. So, you know, but like I said, as time went on, I felt uh, much better and my mind and heart has been cleared from that. Um, My mind and heart has been cleared from that, as I mentioned in my previous podcast episode. And I also learned how to love myself even more. It's good to know that, you know, you're beautiful and, um, It's good to know that you're beautiful and you are not perfect, but you are, you're not perfect, but you don't hate yourself. You know, that's, that's how, that's how it is. You know, people might think you're super confident, but really and truly it's like, no, I'm not, you know, I know I have some flaws, but I I don't hate myself. Like I, I still think I'm, I'm good looking and, you know, (laughs) but there's a difference between that I feel and a difference between that and actually falling in love with yourself because falling in love with something or someone you protect it more you create boundaries so it won't get hurt you think and act differently it's like building a fort pretty much like you don't want anything to knock down your fort when you build it as a kid you don't want anything to knock down your sandcastle those type of things so i think of myself as that i think of myself as a very beautiful sandcastle or fort that i want i don't want anyone to knock it down ever again and so i just started to move differently um i went to new orleans mid mid 2019 yes mid 2019 for essence july And I just was so in love with myself. I fell in love with myself so hard, dancing in the middle of Bourbon Street at the sunset with a great drink in my hand, with beautiful friends and family around me, a beautiful sea of Black people and a whole band. Like, it was that moment where I just was like, damn, like... A couple months ago, a few months ago, I was crying, folding my laundry, just thinking about the situation. And now I am in a place that I dreamed of being in and experiencing with people that genuinely care care about me. And I just feel so damn good. I feel good. And I don't have to have a dude to validate that. I don't have to have anybody validate that because my mind... The way how I think, the way how I go about things, my heart, the way how I am. I'm a solid-ass person, a beautiful-ass person. And I just started to get to know more about myself and get to fall in love with myself. And um, I just started, like I said, I started moving differently. So now I am just getting to know people and just continuing to have an open mind and taking a break from being in a relationship and putting myself first. And so far it's been working for me. Like I said, I haven't been in a relationship since my last one. So 2021 will be making two years. So I, um, 
even though I'm healed and I'm completely fine and, you know, I'm not, (laughs) I'm not heartbroken anymore. Thank God. I definitely took, needed that relationship break and just taking my time going at my own speed and not worrying about what social media is forcing me to do or whatever. Not even pressed about how old I am. I'm still young and just going with the flow, going with the vibes, but still with intent and mainly put a more focus on myself and what I need to do for myself than worrying about what everybody else wants for me or what they see for me or what I'm supposed to have at this age. It doesn't matter. All that matters to me is where I'm supposed to be. And I feel like this is where I'm supposed to be. So moving on from the relationship aspect of the bullshit. (laughs) Um, As you guys know, I worked at a label for like three years going almost four. And at this point, I was in charge of a lot. I had a lot on my plates at work and I was gradually becoming overwhelmed and burnt out, but I wasn't aware of myself being burnt out. I just knew I had a goal of getting my own place and becoming a young mogul. Um, Fast forward towards the end of 2019, this is when I started to, I started feeling like even my body was telling me that I was exhausted and probably depressed and in robot mode. Okay. So I was fighting for a lot to happen at work. Also fighting with a now old friend of mine who was a roommate of mine. Um, I was fighting to see an artist brand through, fighting to balance multiple artists at once and all these campaigns while also trying to keep a roof over my head because that old friend of mine, like I mentioned before, I found out was lying to me and basically left me hanging to pay majority of the bills in our apartment myself. So mind you, the amount I was getting paid from work and the amount of work that I was doing to be a part of a team of just two people after a while, um, And I was in charge of everything with two artists and one of them being in a whole group and and getting over a dramatic breakup and dealing with finding out my now ex-best friend was doing me dirty. I was extremely exhausted. If it wasn't one thing, it was the other I had to take care of. I wasn't getting enough sleep. I wasn't even eating properly. Like My weight fluctuated so much. I was getting emails and calls even on vacation from work and I wasn't focused at all because, but because I am the type of person who just keeps going and keeps pushing through because I'm so optimistic, not a lot of people genuinely asked if I was okay, except for, of course, my family and my really close friends. But um, I was very just, out of it. I I I didn't know I didn't know that I was spiraling un, uh, unraveling. I didn't know I was spiraling out of control, unraveling and I just thought that okay, like just keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing like you're going to reach that goal. You're going to you're going to reach that goal. You're going to reach that goal and every time that I kept pushing is the further away that I was getting. And the more things are being added on that was pressuring me. And it was just, nobody asked. Nobody asked me how I was mentally. Like, are you okay? Are you okay physically? Like, I'm pretty sure it showed physically because I was losing weight. 
Um, I'm already a small person, y'all. I'm like five, three, a hundred and something pounds. <laughs> but just to give you an idea, um, I I probably like let's say, let's say, for instance, I've never been 105 pounds in like since I was like middle school or something, but let's say that I was 110 pounds, right? 110 pounds. I fluctuated a lot from like 110, probably 105 to 110. And it isn't, it. that's like what, that was over the course of the, those three years I stayed in within, within that range. Hypothetically speaking, I'm just throwing out numbers. So I went to recently do my physical and I've only gained like two more pounds since, <laughs> since that time. So now that I'm not even stressed and I am going back to eating regular regularly and doing my own schedule and that I'm pretty much working for myself, I'm gaining back weight. But look how long it's taken me because I was just super stressed and unraveling. I didn't really end that toxic friendships till like July before, like, or a little bit after July, before my birthday in July. I don't even know. But y'all, I'm telling you, I was super, super stressed. And anybody else, I don't... I, Anybody else probably would have spiraled out of control completely. So, oh, and one person, one other person who was an independent contractor that I was constantly in communication with, he asked me if I was doing all right. But I couldn't really speak on my truth at the time because, first of all, I knew that I would legit break down and cry. Like, I knew that if I was to actually genuinely speak on what was going on in that office and what was going on in my head and everything that I was dealing with, I would legit break down and most likely possibly lose my job, even though lost it anyways. But at that moment, it was just like a loyalty type of thing and just keep it on the hush. So in this business, in the music industry, entertainment industry in general, you keep your emotions to yourself or you vent to a trusted friend or or something. You know, you don't go ahead and just babble out and like expose shit because it's like you're not going to be trusted. And right now, even now, I'm not even like giving y'all the full details of everything that happened, but I'm just saying from my, I'm just saying my experience and how I felt because I know that there are a lot of other young women, a lot of other young uh, millennials that have gone through some things within a label, within their specific industry. And just, they wasn't treated fairly and nobody really hears about it until one person speaks up. And then it was a whole big thing over the summer that you guys saw like people in like these high end magazines that you would die to be in the office of treat their employees like shit, you know? So we learned a lot this year, <laughs> but that's what, that, that's what, what was happening. You know, it, it, there's a code pretty much and um, certain things you just cannot say, or you would be not punished depending on who you work for, I guess, but for some people, I guess you could be punished or it just will be looked down upon, frowned upon. So, um, yeah, I'm not one to talk too much regardless of having this podcast, like I said before. I mean, even in this episode, you guys, like I said, if I was to go into de- in full detail of all the disrespect that I received from grown-ass people, you wouldn't even believe. But um, I often wondered... What would have happened if I told that independent contractor everything that was happening? Like, what would have happened, honestly? I feel like I would still be in the same 
this same moment right here, right now, which I am happy to be in this same in this predicament that I am in right now, but um, not much, you know. So, if I did enter that vulnerable that vulnerable clip of me in the beginning was me finally breaking down after I had my final straw with that ex-best friend of mine. Like we were about to legit lose our apartment because of her. And I just didn't understand why this was all happening to me. Top of 2020, I was ran down. I was burnt out. The vacation that I had wasn't a vacation. Like I told you, I was still receiving emails and texts. <laughs> through that vacation like the industry the music industry if you guys don't know it quotes quote unquote shuts down or people a lot of people go on vacation you know around like thanksgiving and so december definitely around christmas time people are taking vacations rolling out their out of the office messages like <laughs> they're just doing that so yeah, that's what I thought I was going to be on. I wasn't. I was still like coming up with shit. I was still having to brainstorm on the whole new year all by myself. And your girl was tired. You know, your girl was exhausted. <laughs> um, and fast forward, I was let go from that job. And to this day, the reasoning makes absolutely no sense to me, y'all. But I was so exhausted and I knew that God had a different plan for me. And I low-key already knew what the reason is or was, but I would never fully speak on it because it's it's useless now. But lessons definitely have been learned. And at the end of the day, like I said, I'm a very optimistic person. I look at it as I look at it as an opportunity for me to learn so many things to get me to this point now for me to be working for myself and getting the opportunities that I am getting right now. Um, I can't really speak on everything, but y'all gonna see in 2021. But just me knowing my worth and learning myself and like I said, falling in love with myself, not just from a romantic, you know, view um, from that relationship, but also career-wise, knowing your worth, knowing, okay, look, I can do this. I can do that. I can do this. I'm worth this amount of payment. And if I'm not getting that amount of payment, then at least I deserve this vacation time. I deserve this type of, you know, um, perks because I now know my worth. I now know that I can carry a company if I could. Um, And making mistakes I had to become comfortable making mistakes as well. But later on in, the, in this episode, I'll describe on what I've learned. But, um, or coming up pretty soon, I'll tell you guys what I've learned. But I was exhausted. And um, yeah, I just, it's a, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just so amazed. I'm so amazed at all the bullshit that I had to go through to get to this point. Um, I did not. I ended up what I I ended up announcing that I was pretty much freelancing and starting my own business and working for me this year, later on this year, around like October, November-ish. And the amount of people that reached out to me that wanted to work with me. And even if they wanted to, if they want to pay me or not, or they have to save up to pay me or whatever, they just see my value, the text messages that I got of like, yo, you deserve it. Like, you know, 
people who I have worked with before who are proud of me and I'm proud of them as well. Just building up my network and just Y'all know me. Y'all know me. And I know y'all. The support that I have, not only from this podcast, but like I said, work-wise as well, the people I work with, it's just amazing, amazing, amazing. And it just validates. Well, I don't, I don't, you I'm not I'm not saying I need outside validation or nothing, but you know. <laughs> no, nah, but just validation from people with good hearts that I have come across is really all that I need. Um, and also from God as well. And I've learned a lot of lessons, like I've told y'all. And here's a couple things that I have learned. So for one, I stopped giving so much of myself and established those boundaries. And I think I've had a podcast episode talking about setting those boundaries, but I believe I had a previous, yeah, I told you guys I had a previous, I'm reading my notes all crazy right now, but um, I wanted to be so great and prove people wrong that I wasn't catering to myself. And y'all, when you get into an industry, you want to prove to not only the people around you so that you get more opportunities, but you want to prove to yourself, like, is this where I'm supposed to be, right? So you start going above and beyond. You'll go get the extra coffee. You'll go run those errands. You'll do those things to reach a certain place. But then you start learning the environment that you're in and you'll start learning your worth and you'll start even bumping into other people who probably have done less than you, but it's rich has reached further because they're working smarter and not harder. And you're probably like, damn, what the hell am I doing wrong? And there's a difference now between you can, you'll, you'll know, you'll definitely know you'll definitely reach those people, but you'll know those people and you'll hear them on this podcast. You'll know the people you're here. You'll hear the people who have the, who are doing the actual work, the grinding. I have interviewed a a few people on here already. Y'all gotta, you know, connect with them that are actually grinding and doing the work behind the scenes. Um, you know, they don't have to, they're not a part of like a, a huge ass team and just adding in little to no effort and then becoming just, you know, just getting it easy, but you, you'll definitely know. And I definitely wanted to be that person to know that I can handle a lot and to know that I can be the person that can, that is doing the work behind the scenes that people can trust who have a pure heart. There's not much people like that in this industry that is going to give away free gems like that. And I know we on this app Clubhouse a lot and you network and you you learn a lot of gems as you go along the way. But after a while, you start seeing the people who you looked up to don't know shit or they're just not who you thought you, they were. And you, you figure out that we're all trying to figure this shit out, right? So it's best for you to know what works best for you in relationships, career-wise, friendships, and set those boundaries. And when you set those boundaries, the right opportunities come to you. The right people is drawn to you. You know what I'm saying? You get you the, manis- the manifestation that y'all are doing <laughs> on those full moons and solar eclipse and shit, it starts coming into fruition because you actually know what the hell you want. And being more specific in what you want because, like I said, you have fallen in love with yourself. You have set those boundaries to protect yourself. 
Um, and that leads you to working smarter and not harder. It's to the point now where actually I'll go into a lot of these clubhouse rooms and I, I listen to what a lot of these older people or people who have been in the game for years are saying. And I'm like, I figured it out last year. I figured it out two years ago. You're going to say the same thing that I've peaked. And I'm not saying I'm not discrediting their their learnings and you know everything like that, but I'm just like, if I can say the same thing that they are saying and they've had much more time in the game than me, there's no telling the amount of gems that I can give y'all and other people outside of this podcast in a couple years, you know? So even if someone was to ask to check up on me, um, the conversation would end with me usually giving more of myself by them picking my brain, asking for help. I started saying, I'm not talking about nothing business after this certain time of night. Today, I'm not in the mood. I'm keeping conversations short or purposely not knowing something just to see if they will call or text me again and not need anything but a simple conversation. Sometimes people don't want to talk about work. And with me, if you're a, if you're passionate about what you do, you can't help but talk about it. And a lot of people can take advantage of that. I am very passionate about marketing and branding within the music industry and entertainment industry and just overall marketing and branding. I'm very, very much so passionate about it. So when I'm talking to someone about it, I can talk for hours. And I'm happy because I'm passionate about it, but I have to be mindful because the person or people who I can be talking to can be like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, writing down notes. And I figure after I finish getting off the phone, I'm fucking exhausted. And I'm like, damn, I know I spoke to them for about two hours, but damn, I'm exhausted. It's because I've given too much of myself. And I have to, I have to, I had to have that that line of what's too much and what's not enough and who I'm talking to and what opportunities could lead to and those type of things. I became more aware of that. Another thing that I learned is that I got my creativeness from my mom. <laughs> she did and loved photography when she was younger and also loved interior decorating, which is also branding, and also loved taking pictures, doing videos. Um, all that stuff. And I too, I love taking pictures. I love doing videos. I love editing, interior decorating. I love building brands. And here I am doing this podcast, building my own media company and building my own name in the marketing and branding world. Um, It brought me a little bit closer to her because I've always seen my mom as a superhero nurse, you know, um, her having more to talk about with my sister because they're in the same, they're in the same working field. They're both nurses. So at first, I'm just like, oh, you know, my mom's a nurse. So, you know, you know, they, we talk about mom and daughter things. But when I got to know more about her background, she became like employee of the month at her job or something. And she had to turn in a bio and she asked me to write it for her. And I got to know more about her and her love for photography and just creativeness. And we was like, oh, snap. You know, we love to watch HGTV together. We <laughs> we love to play like those decorating games and it's so much more fun. And I feel like I've connected with my mom on a different level. 
And and just in general, my whole parents, I I learned how my parents' relationship dynamic affected me and what I need to do in order to stop um, generation, generational curse because I do want a big family in the future. And I know that in my past episodes and earlier in this episode, I said, you know, I'm taking a break from relationships and I'm just taking my time and I'm learning and I'm growing. But in the time of me learning and growing, I had to look at my parents' dynamic and I had to learn like, yo, this is not what I want. This is what I want. And pick apart those type of things. And it really opened my mind. It really opened my mind to what we, what me and my sisters need to do in order to break some things. And yeah, I definitely want children in a huge family. And, you know, I would want for me, for them to have better, for, for me to have, for my children and my nephews and everything like that to have a better future. It starts with me, it starts with my sisters. So I realized those things. I've spoken to my sisters about certain things. And um, yeah, just I've seen things change between us positively. And those are some things that I have definitely had to push forward. And I, I love that for me. Another thing, well, the last thing that I learned was how to forgive without an apology. I mean, I used to be the kid that would cry so hard until someone apologizes and I would get over it quick. Like, all you had to say was, okay, Didi, I'm sorry. And I'd be like, okay. (laughs) First of all, I'm the type of person who I don't even, I, I don't take long to get over things. But this year, and last year, oh, some shit was done to me where I it took it took some time. Like I said, in this whole podcast, like the things that I've just spoken about, it took some time for me to really get over. And this was a new feeling for me because I, I wasn't receiving apologies. And if I was receiving an apology, it was so watered down, very under the table type of apology. So it wasn't enough. And I was just so angry, like, how the hell? Because I'm so used to getting an apology and just being like, all right, cool, like, whatever, you apologize, it's over with. But this year, I had to grow up. (laughs) I recently, which is so funny that I'm actually recording this episode now because I recently got an apology from my ex, the same ex that cheated on me, Um, a whole year later, y'all. And you know how niggas do, you don't got to respond. Baby, I won't. (laughs) <laughs> and to me, it it just, when I got that, when I saw that apology, I didn't feel anything. Um, it just didn't matter anymore because not only did I move on, but I took the time to heal already. I already fell in love with myself on a whole new level. Like I've already, I've already accepted what it is and what it's not. And I already know what it is. And a whole year it was definitely not needed, but whatever makes him sleep at night, you know, whatever, whatever makes his conscience lighter, I guess, then do whatever you have to do. But learning how to forgive without an apology takes some time. And 
for me to have learned and healed, okay, the right way, the proper way. I didn't spaz out. I didn't do, I didn't go and hurt other people because I was hurt. Um, I still was rooting and doing things for people positively and just continuing on praying and doing what I had to do. Even if I didn't want to do it, you know, I went through my own up and downs and went through the fire to get to this point of happiness now. So the apology wasn't needed and you'll soon realize that closure starts with you. Closure isn't a myth. Now, you know, if you feel, I feel like if you feel the need to talk to your ex, if I feel like if you feel the need to talk to that old boss or whatever, you know, to get your heart pure and that's what you need, then that's what you need. But for me personally, I feel like after me experiencing this, I feel like closure, closure has to start with you first. And in order to have that closure, you have to heal on your own. You have to figure out things on your own on how to, I wouldn't say get over it. Like, oh, just get over it. Let it go. He don't want you or they don't want you. Not like that. But which, by the way, I hate that saying. He don't want you or they don't want you because it's so rude. But like I said, falling the process of falling in love with yourself so that you don't even care if they apologize or not. You've already forgiven yourself for being in that situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, you already went through your shit. That's what I mean. So, moving forward to 2021, closing out of 2020, I have solidified a lot about myself. I've learned, I've grown um, I'm bound to make more mistakes, obviously, <laughs> but I'm gonna learn from them lessons that that need to be learned, and the opportunities that I have brought onto myself, the people that I have connected with via this podcast, this platform alone that I've built, and just me being my authentic self is more than enough for me. And 2020, we have lost so many people. But like I said, I'm an optimistic person. And to find the sunlight, to find the rainbow (laughs) at the end of this crazy ass storm of a year. I mean, I'm looking at the brighter things. I'm looking at the the plans, the collaborations, the, the businesses, the businesses and the the brands and the things that I'll be working with in 2021. I'm super excited. I am so happy because one of my main goals that I have wrote down, I've written down multiple times is that I want to build my brand and be able to be successful being myself. I don't want to be with someone who I'm doing too much or I'm going through too much or I'm just overthinking. I don't I don't want anybody to say I'm too this, I'm too that. I want to be surrounded by people who accept me for me and loves me for me and not using me. And I think I have found my my circle for that. I feel, I feel like I've set my boundaries to know what I want and those type of things. Um, Business-wise, same thing. 
And I cannot wait to share with you guys more in 2021. I thank you guys so much for supporting Liquid Era. And until next time, y'all. You can email Liquid Era at liquidera6 at gmail.com. I would love to talk to you guys. And any any advice that you want, anybody that you feel like you want to be connected in, if you want a clubhouse invite when I get one, I will definitely <laughs> I will definitely give it away. Um just yeah, if there's any oh, if there's any great news that you received in 2020, even if it's some a great news that you are manifesting to happen in 2021, I would love to hear it. I would love to see it. Um, and yeah, you could definitely share that with me or you can follow liquid era on Instagram at liquid underscore era It's spelled just how it sounds liquid L I Q U I D underscore E R A. You can also follow us on Twitter. I know I don't really post on Twitter that much, but I'm starting to, you know, do that. So you can follow Twitter on um, you can follow on us on Twitter <laughs> at Liquid Era Pod, and you can follow me, your host D Brady, on my personal IG page at it's D Brady. Oh wait, no, that's not it. My Instagram is underscore D Brady. My Twitter is at it's D Brady. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you guys so much for supporting me and growing the listenership. And hopefully we can take Liquid Ever to a whole new spectrum in 2021. And we just live in our unapologetic, creative, dope asses out here. All right? That's all we're doing. And y'all know I'm going to keep giving y'all gems. So be on the lookout for that on IG page. And we out. Thank you guys.